Welcome to Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show, and today I'm doing the show on uh, blood pressure, and uh, basically we're going to talk about a new way to look at blood pressure problems and how we can do things differently. So I'm not giving you advice on what to do with your health. If you're going to make some changes, make sure you talk to your doctor and check with him before you make any changes whatsoever. Welcome to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show, a podcast advocating wellness, life, and healing from within. With 38 years in practice, 50,000 patients, and over 1 million chiropractic adjustments, here's your host, Dr. Daniel Abector. My name is Dr. Daniel Abector, Dr. Chiropractic. Stay tuned. I'm doing this show to educate the public, and today we're going to focus on blood pressure and health, and a new way to look at health, and a new way to look at your blood pressure problems. So what is blood pressure? Blood pressure is a force of blood pushing against the wall of the arteries as it circulates through the arteries. So what it does, the blood pressure measures the pressure inside of your arteries. What is high blood pressure? High blood pressure is a condition in which the force of blood against the arteries is too high. So the pressure builds up and basically that's what we measure when we have high blood pressure. So if it's too high, that's called high blood pressure. So when you check your blood pressure, the first reading that you check is called the systolic reading, the higher number. And what it does, again, it measures the pressure of blood inside of the arteries when your heart is beating. So it builds this pressure and you measure it and that's called the systolic pressure. The second reading is the diastolic reading, which is the lower number. And it's the pressure in the arteries when the heart is resting in between the heartbeat. So the systolic is during the heartbeat and the diastolic is when the heart is resting or when it's relaxing. So what is a normal blood pressure? According to the American Heart Association, a normal blood pressure should be around 120 over 80 for a male and a little bit lower for a female. So the systolic should be between 120 and 90 and the diastolic should be between 80 and 60 in the normal person, normal adult. So the American Heart Association came up with a chart and it says that basically a normal blood pressure should be 120 over 80. An elevated blood pressure is 129 and a little bit less than 80. The, when it's stage one hypertension, which is high blood pressure, they say it's between 130 and 139 over 80 and 90. And high blood pressure, which is uh, stage two hypertension, is over 140 and over 90. Now, the dangerous levels of hypertension, which is called a crisis, according to the chart, is higher than 180 and higher than 120. So those are the levels that they seem that basically that they rate. Now, low blood pressure is common, and it happens a lot in skinny women 
or thin women or athletes or people that have a smaller muscle mass. But if you see athletes that are runners that do long distance running, they can have low blood pressure. Now, of course, not everybody is like a cookie cutter. You can't put everybody in a category and say, okay, you're 129 over 80, you have high blood pressure. That's not how it works because everybody's different. Everybody has a different cholesterol level. Everybody has a different blood pressure. Everybody has a different height, different weight. So we can't, you know, group everybody in just certain numbers and say, okay, you're above the numbers and that's not correct. So hypertension, high blood pressure, believe it or not, is 103 American people that are considered high blood or hypertensive, which is 50% of the adults in America. So let's talk a little bit about the low blood pressure. What causes low blood pressure? Dehydration, pregnancy, resting too much, diabetes, heart problems too much heat, excessive heat, especially in South Florida, that happens a lot. Neurological disorders because the nerves control the blood pressure. Some medication can lower your blood pressure. Medication that treat high blood pressure can sometimes lower it too much. Antidepressants, drugs for Parkinson's disease, drugs for erectile dysfunction can cause low blood pressure. So. Now, let's talk about causes for high blood pressure. High blood pressure is called hypertension. It can cause heart disease, it can cause heart attacks, it can cause strokes, it can cause heart failure. It can lead to kidney failure or kidney disease. It can lead to vision loss. It can cause sexual dysfunction. It can cause angina or chest pain. It can cause peripheral artery disease. In the, basically, in the arteries, you can get swelling and you can have condition related to high blood pressure. So a lot of times with high blood pressure, there's no symptoms. There's no warning signs. You don't know you have it. You can walk around and not know it and not realize it and something can happen. So you need to figure it out. You need to check yourself. And they call this thing the silent killer. So it's important to check yourself and it's important to get maybe a blood pressure cuff and, you know, have it at home. And if you have and you know that you have some problems with blood pressure, just check it on a regular basis. They have some easy instruments now that anyone can use and can check the blood pressure on their own. So again, we said the dangerous level is 180 over 120. When it goes to those level, you know, you can get a stroke. Why? Because the pressure is so high that it can go into the brain and it can burst a capillary in your brain and that can cause a stroke, which can paralyze a person. You know, half of the body be paralyzed depending on what side of the brain. So once you do have high blood pressure, the American Heart Association says that it's not curable, that once you got it, you can never cure it. So basically what they do medically is they treat the symptom. What they do say is they say, well, you can maybe have some lifestyle changes and you can take medication and the medication will control the blood pressure. So, and that's basically the only way to do it. That's a standard medical care. Personally, I don't really believe that 
it's true that it cannot be cured because I have seen some people that, uh, you know, my practice that have come in with high blood pressure and they controlled it and they got better and they were able to, to get well. My dad was one of those people. He had high blood pressure when he was younger and as he got older, his blood pressure went very low and then it ended up being low. My mom was the same way. She had high blood pressure when she was younger and you know, had more weight and then when she got older, it got to the point where it was really, really, really low. So what are some of the medication that, we, that people take for high blood pressure? Some of the most common ones are diuretics. And basically they're given to get rid of excess salt and they also get rid of fluid in your body. Um, the side effects of diuretics medication are your level of potassium will go down. You can get gout attacks. People that are diabetic, the sugar can go up and it can be high. It can also cause impotence. The other medication, group of medication you can take are better blockers. And what they do is they reduce the heart workload and the output of blood can result in uh, lower blood pressure. Again, some of these medications have a lot of side effects and better blockers side effects are things like insomnia, cold hands and feet, fatigue, depression, low heartbeat, asthma, impotence. Another group of medication are ACE inhibitors. And what those medications do is they help relax the vein and the arteries and that also lowers the blood pressure. And some of the side effects are pretty strong, liver damage, kidney damage. So a lot of these medications have, you know, very serious side effects. Calcium channel blockers are the next group of medication and that also lowers the blood pressure. And some of the side effects for that is things like palpitation, headaches, dizzy spells, uh, swollen ankles, constipation. So as we can see, a lot of these treatments have symptoms and some of the symptoms can really affect your health. are listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. The approach that I always ask my patients is, what is the cause of the blood pressure? What causes, what is the problem that's causing the blood pressure to go up? There's got to be a reason. It just, just doesn't go up by itself. There is something that's causing it. So I think the approach is find the cause. So a lot of times we see people that have high stress jobs and the stress can make the blood pressure to go up. If you have something traumatic, I've seen patients that have gone up in a few minutes from normal blood pressure to 250 over 140. I've seen one case like that. Uh, the diet is important. The kind of food that you eat, the salt, the amount of food that you eat. You know, the weight, having too much weight on your body can cause a lot of stress on your arteries and on your heart. Exercise is important. Why? Because exercise makes your heart pump. If you're very inactive, you sit a lot, you stay home and you don't move, what's going to happen is the wall of your heart 
is going to get thicker and the heart is not going to pump as hard and anytime you do any kind of activities it's going to cause a problem so activity is so important not enough sleep so the easy solution which is what most people do is to treat the symptom how do we treat the symptom the medication i had a friend of mine that was diabetic and he liked to eat sweets and he knew he couldn't so he was on medication for diabetes and he was taking insulin so if, if he wanted to eat a piece of sugar or a cookie or a cake a piece of cake he would double up the medication so he would have more insulin so really that's not the smart approach the idea is to treat the cause fix it let the body heal itself which is the body is a, is a self-healing organism and it can heal itself so one of the things that we found is that an upper cervical problem or what we call a subluxation of the top of the neck c1 right by the bottom of the skull c1 is also called the atlas vertebrae the brainstem goes right through there and what controls the blood pressure is the brainstem and also there's arteries that go in that area there's a vertebral artery that goes through C1 and in the lower part of the neck there is a carotid artery so 20% of the blood that goes into your brain is controlled by the vertebral artery and 80% of the blood that goes in your brain is controlled by the carotid arteries. So if there's a problem in the upper cervical or in the lower cervical, that can cause a problem with the blood pressure. So they did a study at the University of Chicago and they took 50 individuals with the misaligned atlas vertebrae and they found people that had a misalignment and they had high blood pressure and what they did was specialize one-time adjustment chiropractic adjustment at c1 to see what would happen and they found that the blood pressure was decreased significantly and they found that the decrease was equal to taking two different type of blood pressure medication at once and they found that the blood pressure went down so the results were published online in this March 2nd issue of the Journal of Human Hypertension. And the, the author of the article was uh, Dr. George Bacris, MD. And he's the director of the Hypertension Center at the University of Chicago Medical Center. And basically what he found is that, you know, and like any other vertebrae, he said that the atlas called C1 is responsible for controlling that area and basically when there's a displacement or misalignment of pinched nerve or a subluxation that can cause the blood pressure to go up so and again when you have a misalignment of C1 you don't know you have it there's no pain there's no symptoms and a lot of time it goes untreated and basically people don't realize that there's something going on there. So what they did is they took the patient, they referred them to a specialist of the upper cervical area, this one doctor, Marshall Dick Holtz, and basically what he did is he did an assessment 
And the way they assessed the patients is they did a heat scan to see if there was inflammation of the nerves in that area, C1. They did a postural analysis. They did cervical x-rays that are very specific for C1. And they did a supine leg check. And basically, they found that the people that had the high blood pressure in the misaligned vertebrae at C1, they found that these people were, you know, they enrolled them in the study. And after one adjustment, they found that people stayed with the lower blood pressure for eight weeks. So they found that the systolic and the diastolic reading were similar to taking two different drugs, and they found that the blood pressure went down by 14 points in the systolic reading and by seven points in the diastolic reading after just one adjustment. So they did some uh, report on ABC News, and basically they suggested that people that had a misalignment could be having it because of hypertension. So they say that basically 65 million people can benefit from this kind of studies if it does lower the blood pressure without medication and without taking side effects, without having side effects. So in my office, I see a lot of people that come in and they have high blood pressure. What I do is I check the blood pressure before they get adjusted and I note the uh, measurements. I do the adjustment. I let them lay down for a few minutes and then I do another blood pressure and you can see the instant uh, results. And that happens all the time. This happens in my office at least a half a dozen times every day that I'm in the office. And you can see it. It's almost 100% changes. Once in a while we see somebody that doesn't have any changes. And what I do is I go back and I check it again and again and I let them wait there until the blood pressure goes down. And if it does go down, then you can see the response. So it's so immediate. I mean, you see the response right there and then. So there is no side effects. There's no medication. There's no chemicals involved. And people respond so amazingly. So that's a great approach to high blood pressure problems. So look at the different things. Look at the different causes. Look at the blood pressure. Look at the stress, you know, in your lifestyle. Look at the weight. Look at the exercise. Look at the diet. All these things, the five essentials of health that we always talk about in all the podcasts that we make is basically to look at the stress level, look at your diet, the exercise, the nervous system, and the toxins. Those are the five essential part of health that we need to look at at all time. If you do four out of five, it may not be enough. It has to be five out of five. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope the information is helpful. I hope that you share this information with some of your friends. Make sure you look us up on Instagram, on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share the information. If you know somebody that has high blood pressure, go ahead and share it, you know, with someone that can benefit from this information. So again, we're not giving you advice on what to do with your health. Check with your doctor. If you want to make some changes with your blood pressure or your health, make sure you go to your primary doctor and make sure you talk to them. And if you're not happy with some of the side effects of the medication, talk to your doctor. 
Thank you very much and goodbye and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Please subscribe and leave a helpful review. 